welcome to episode 29 of your personal podcast. For those who want more out of life, I'm Martin Hazy. I'm an entrepreneur, educator, CEO, and a former Lord Mayor. As always, I'm here with Mim Romeo. Mim is a corporate retailer, business coach and mentor, and an executive advisor. Mim, welcome to your personal podcast. And welcome to you as well, Martin, and as well to all our listeners throughout the globe that tune in to your personal podcast. We thank you for your subscription. We thank you for sharing your personal podcast with your family and friends as well. Our listenership is growing, and we certainly thank you for it. That's right. We're coming to a galaxy near you. Fantastic. I like that. Isn't that right, Mim? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, there's plenty of universes out there. We're going to hit them all. That, that's so true. <laughs> that's right. Exactly right. Even if the technology hasn't been invented, and even if there's no one on that planet, no, we, will be, we will be there, Mim. That's right. There's satellites out there. It'll pick up our voice. Don't worry. As I say, Mim, the silence is deafening. <laughs> Mim, we've episode 29. Yeah, no, episode 29, uh, we're finally we're getting close to 30. But before we go into episode 29, Martin, how's your week been? Absolutely fabulous. It's a great week, isn't it? Every week seems to be a better week than the last one. I have been in that wonderful city of Singapore, Mim. Fantastic. I yes, love Singapore. Yes, it is, and I put in my paperwork. Uh, what did you do? Oh, you signed it. <laughs> you, you don't remember? I love Singapore. Honestly, uh, I love the world, but Singapore has is, is got a special place in my heart. Good food, good people, oh, good culture. Wonderful, wonderful place. Yep, exciting city, uh, very positive mindset. And in yeah. our last episode of your personal podcast, man, we were talking about episode 28, we're talking about abundance versus scarcity. Yeah. And I must say that Singapore is a go-ahead place. It is. It has. Look, I found that the times I've gone there, they have a really good positive outlook in life. They really have that abundant mindset. And you walk through the city and you can feel it. It's got that energy, that really inspirational. Well, I did it, Mim. I mean, I was walking up to many Singaporeans and saying, Mim sends his regards. Oh, fantastic. What did they say? They said, who's Mim? That's right. <laughs> That's exactly, <laughs> That's exactly what they And there was said. your opportunity to say... Your personal podcast that's is coming exa- around the corner. That's exactly what I did. I mean, I was walking down Orchard Road carrying a billboard. Oh, fantastic. Look, I'm really – it's about time you got some extra work in. <laughs> All right. Now that you're finding this so highly amusing, yes. Mim, episode 29 of your personal podcast, the topic and how are we going to address it? The topic is about handling rejection. Exactly. It's really understanding what rejection is. That's right. You know, there's emotional rejection – there's, uh, well, uh, all of it's based on emotional rejection. That's what we're going to talk about, yeah. aren't we? Now, Mim, let's join this discussion today because, of course, every episode of your personal podcast is a conversation designed to help our listeners, isn't absolutely, it? Absolutely, absolutely. Through our experiences in life and hopefully motivating others to understand that there are better ways and there's, wa- and there's not only better ways to deal with situations – but we can always get more out of life. I have one of our listeners, one of our regular listeners called Sam. His thoughts are ringing in my ears at the moment. Make it practical, gentlemen. Give us some takeouts as to how we can implement some... Very good, Sam. We appreciate all your feedback. You just keep sending it in. That's right. And I'll read it. (laughs) Will you read it, Mim? No, I'll let you read it, mate. That's what I thought. That's exactly what I thought. Did you hear that, Sam? Because he directs it always to you anyway. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Okay. Now, so we're going to provide our listeners with some practical takeouts on how to handle rejection, aren't we? Because yeah. rejection can happen in the workplace, can happen in the family environment. Yep. It can happen everywhere. And I think it's more, oh, it's just part of life. But 
getting better at handling it and harnessing rejection into good, I think, is a kind of a a key takeout of today's discussion. So, Mim, I'm going to ask you a question. Have you ever been fired? Oh, oh, I've got to tell you a story on this one. I remember as a young teenager, I got my first job and I was just trying to earn some pocket money and there was a a job vacancy in a fish and chip shop and I went in there and said, look, you've got – there's a sign here saying you need to help. He said, yeah, yeah, not a problem, come in. So in in about the first two days, a customer came in and he said, I want you to cook the chips and the fish and customer came in and he said, I want a banana fritter because we used to have bananas in there as well. I said, banana fritter? No one ever taught me how to cook a banana fritter. I thought, how hard could it be? So I grabbed this big banana and I put it in the oil. Anyway, I'm waiting, waiting. A few minutes later, this banana shrinking, 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 shrinking. Basically got to a crisp. I thought, well, this is a bit strange. Well, that's what he asked for. So I picked it up, put it in a bag. <laughs> I still laugh now. <laughs> I said, here you go, sir. <laughs> he goes out. He comes back in yelling and screaming. He's got the owner. You call this a banana fritter? And the owner looks in the bag and there's nothing there. It's like it's down to about a millimetre. He goes, what did you do? I said, he told me you wanted a banana fritters. I put it in the oil. He goes, did you batter it first? I said, well, no one told me I had to batter it. He goes, you're fired. Get out. <laughs> Apparently you have to batter the banana before you put it in the oil. You are such a banana. Anyway, did I, I left that. That was really humiliating for me. I thought, you know, it's only been two days. Surely you can give me a bit of a break. But that was tough. Have that you- was tough as a, as a young person to be fired like that. I thought to myself, really, how am I going to go home and tell mum and dad I got fired after two days because <laughs> I couldn't cook a banana? What did you learn from that, ma'am, other than how to fry a banana? Well, I learned maybe next time I should ask the question, I suppose. But anyway, it didn't really affect my my humour that much. I thought it was funny, but, you know, looking back, you know, it was probably – it could have been even – it could have been a disaster for me. Have you, you ever – You know, really, he, he fired me after two days. I, you know – Thinking about it, it could have been a disaster. Well, you seemed to bounce back, okay? I did. I was fine. I just got another job. That's right. There'll always be another banana. (laughs) And just coming to that, this is what what I've done in life, and, and this is my mindset, Martin. When you talk about rejection, you know, I use this analogy to many people when I talk to them. Uh, particularly from a mentoring coaching point of view, I say if I Where are you ju- going with this? When life hands you lemons, make bananas? What? When life hands you lemons, make bananas, cook them well. But what I do is I say if I had you in a, in a place where there's a hundred doors and I told you behind one of the doors is a hundred thousand dollars, you can open them all and go find it. So you run there and you open the first five doors, there's nothing there. Do you stop? No. Do you know who comes to mind? Who? Thomas Edison. Because he created the light bulb. The light bulb. The boob. The boob. <laughs> the light, light whatever. Boob. Lucky he created was the boob. Light, <laughs> yes. Don't go there, man. He created the light bulb and it took him a thousand experiments. Yeah, but what I'm saying is his was experiments. My yeah. example was behind one of the doors is $100,000. Well, it's a sure thing. There's so no would, risk. So would you stop at 10 doors? Well, who would? That's right. You would just keep opening every door until you found it. Correct. Life is the same. When you talk about rejection, whatever we want to do, if you open one door and nothing's there or you've been rejected, keep opening the doors because you're going to come across that door with the very thing you're looking for. So what are you saying? You're saying that it is a sure thing. It is a sure thing. You keep going. It's a numbers game. You're going to get to where you want to go as long as you don't let rejection start to overwhelm you to a point where you've stopped 
approaching what you want to do. That's, no, that's a good analogy, I think. And Thomas think. Edison, he did finally get there after a 1,000 tries. He did. So he knew ultimately he's going to get to where he wants. And I must say he had a lot less probability than the uh, door analogy yeah. because it was a sure thing that behind one of those 100 doors there'd be $100,000. So, so what, what I'm saying is after the 50th door you open, you know you're going to get closer to that 100000 So you're even more motivated. So as you open the door, even if it's, not, if it's nothing there, you close it because you're, you're running. Why? Because you know the quicker you go the sooner you're going to get to the money. True. Have you ever fired yourself? It's a bit hard to fire yourself. How no, do you fire yourself? No, it's not. Uh, did you fire yourself? Yes. When did you fire yourself? I fired myself from my own little business years ago. Did you? Because I was crap at it. How was the performance appraisal? Brutal. <laughs> did you get an opportunity to have some conversation? Or did the, or did you give yourself a really hard time? No, I gave myself a really hard time. How many mirrors were in the room? One. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like now, what was, I saw in it. Was there a union representative? I want to know. There should have been. Because <laughs> I reckon that was harassment. <laughs> I, think, I think you're right. I tell you, I would have liked to have been in that room. Oh, you wouldn't want to work for that guy. I mean, you tell you, you would not uh, want to work I for that guy. I bet you got a good severance pay. <laughs> I don't think I even got a statement of attendance. <laughs> No, no, no references coming from that one. And you quite clearly said it. And I'm going to pay you in cash when you get fired. No, I think it was like you, you're out of here. You're, you're just not up to this. You are out of here. Well, it would have been brutal. It was, but I must say, now that I compose myself, is that actually it was a good lesson because Mim, I realised it was me that was not up to the job, and if anyone was going to get fired, it was going to be me. And I was going to do it to myself. I know that sounds a bit odd, but just work with me here. Yes, I will. The analogy was, Mim, is that sometimes when things don't work out, it is our best. We never see it at the time. But if you look back, you often do. Yep. And if you reflect on the circumstances, and the sooner we can reflect on the circumstances, when we experience any form of hardship, whether it is being kind of uh, fired in our work or something just doesn't work out to a plan which we had hoped it would, the sooner we can reflect on that and learn from it, the better, the stronger and the more resilient we're going to become. But rejection is – look, rejection is really difficult to handle, I must say. I remember in many careers that I've had in my journey of life is that on occasions it didn't all go my way. You know, when I was looking at opportunities or promotions – they, you know, they, they overlooked me and gave it to someone else. It's hard to take. Rejection is not easy. But your mindset's got to be one that you've got to learn through every every episode in life. You know, what I learned from those, those times, what most people would say they've rejected you or rejected me, I learned and said, how do I do it differently next time? What do I need to improve to get to where I want to go? I started to use the rejection as a motivating tool to be able to get better at what I needed to. Because even though I thought I was right, even though I thought I was ready, others who were making those decisions didn't see it quite like that. So I needed to start to think differently. I needed to start to do it differently. I could have allowed rejection to affect my career going forward, not only in work but home as well. Because when you do get rejected, it's emotional. Did you ever see that movie? I think it was George Clooney, Up in the Air, 2009. He was a recruiter and he was kind of on the road 
in the air yeah. 362 days of the year. But effectively, his job was to terminate people's employment. It's hard. I, look, I went through some it's restructures. A, but it's a really interesting movie because he did it in a way which he – at first he was very clinical about it, but he did it in a way by the end of the movie which was deeply human. Yeah. It was a good watch. I must say it was a good watch. What type of watch? Not, it a not gold, Rolex oh, no, watch. No, please. I thought I gold thought, watch. I thought fifteen <laughs> episodes again of your personal podcast. We'd moved on. But, but again, Martin, when you talk about rejection, I think it was one of our listeners that actually gave you a gold. Yes, watch. I did appreciate and I thank them. But you, you did. when we go back to the episode in terms of this handling rejection, it's not an easy thing to do. No, it's not. It does affect our emotions. It does affect our confidence. It does affect our ability at that moment of what we're going to do going forward because it can either destroy us or can either strengthen us. And I'm thankful from my perspective, it strengthened me. It strengthened me to get better at what I needed to do. It it gives me a better way forward and it showed me that there was things I needed to improve on even though I thought I was ready but in actual fact I wasn't. Even though I have been fired in an employment perspective, even though I've fired myself in a business perspective, I've also employed loads and loads of people, probably 1,500, I'd imagine, over the years. I think maybe once, possibly no more than twice in all that time, and unfortunately kind of as an employer or as a business manager, you've got to sometimes part ways with a team member. And look, truth be told, it's never easy uh, it's never easy. It's never, never easy. easy. However, in all of that time, I think I've possibly only had two people say to me, what can I take out from this? What can I learn from this so that I don't make this same mistake again in the future? And I must say, the first time I heard that, I was absolutely floored by it. The level of maturity, the level of insight – the level of kind of emotional self-mastery in a circumstances which is usually very difficult for both parties. I was so impressed. And although it was the right decision, that that individual was not the right person for our organisation at the time, it didn't mean they weren't the right person for another organisation. That's right. And I actually went out of my way to really help and support and assist that individual because of our discussion yeah. when it came to a separation of ways so from you, employment. Have you ever seen that happen? Look, in my time, probably no one ever raised that at the time of discussion in terms of termination. But a few days later, weeks later, they did come back and ask, once they settled their emotion, once they settled their thought process, they did come back and ask, what did they, re- what did they really need to work on to be able to have a more opportunities for different companies. And I was more than happy to discuss that with them. They weren't ready to hear it at the time. Because rejection, look, when you talk about obviously losing your job, it's hard. When you talk about rejection, even in from a family perspective, Martin, it is always going to affect the emotions. And unfortunately at the time, there's some stages that people go through. Sometimes denial, you know, then anger, then reality sets in and that's at the point when you can actually have a further conversation with people about how do they learn from that episode how do they learn from that discussion how do they learn from that what they thought was rejection 
but it actually wasn't rejection. It was more so saying that you weren't ready for what you think you are. That's true. Mim, let's use that as a segue, shall we? So with episode 29 of your personal podcast, let's now provide our listeners with some practical takeouts on how to turn rejection into opportunity. Yeah. And I'm going to kick off with a few and then I'm going to hand to you. So, look, yes, as we've just been saying, it's a really good time to self-reflect. Yeah, absolutely. Um, When we are rejected in life, sometimes it can be a message that we need to change. Have you ever been rejected in a date? You You know, as we grow up, we always see someone that we're attracted to. Have you ever found yourself being rejected when you've asked the person, would you like to go out to dinner? And they say no. <laughs> what, what do you think that your personal podcast is a dating app or something? Hey, it could be. Don't worry. <laughs> swipe left, swipe but, right. I don't know how it works. Know, there's a prime example when we talk about rejection, particularly in our era, you know, it wasn't always smooth sailing. Hey, Mim, I, I, I just said swipe left or swipe right, and our, our producer just burst out laughing. I'm not quite sure what's going on over there. But anyway, beyond the glass walls of the Your Personal Podcast sound booth, Mim, have I been rejected? Yes. Yes. And how did you feel at the time? I was devastated. It was terrible, wasn't it? It was. When you think it, it's all going well. When you ask that final question, they say, no, nah, sorry. Yeah. That not, not really going to happen. Yeah. No, it's not going to happen. Yeah. But no, we I, picked ourselves up and we moved on. Well, we keep persevering in those circumstances, don't we? That's so right. it's kind of no different within our careers and our work. That's maybe, right. maybe we can just learn from There's the There's a analogy. lot of synergy there. There is a lot of synergy there, Mim. So, okay, we want to provide our listeners some practical takeouts. Use the time to self-reflect. Maybe it's time to change careers. Maybe it's the time to change direction, right? Maybe it's a good thing. And many of us in the passage of time will begin to believe, yeah, that was a good thing that happened to me because now I'm doing this and this is wonderful and I feel so much at home and I'm really kind of realising my potential. The other one is ask for the feedback. Now, that's really difficult to do in the separation interview. I understand that. But later on, ask for it because otherwise you won't learn from it. You may not agree with all of it, but you're going to get something out of it. I think there's something cathartic. sometimes it doesn't have to be about losing your job, Martin. Isn't that a good word? Oh, lethargic. No, not lethargic. (laughs) Cathartic. Cathartic, okay. There's nothing lethargic (laughs) about your personal (laughs) podcast. And I must say there's nothing lethargic about Mim. But Martin, remembering, it doesn't have to just happen when you're losing your job or you're being terminated. It could be that you're working for someone and you want more opportunity and you get rejected. That's right. So there are there are opportunities to be able to understand why that rejection occurred. And there's a really key lesson here, Mim. When you are very passionate about something or you see an opportunity that others have not seen yeah. or maybe do not see or you see a new market or a new product or a new service, it could be a multitude of things. And the first time when you, with great enthusiasm, put this idea forward to your work colleagues and they look at you blankly and say, what are you thinking? And your initiative is rejected. Stand back from that and have a think about why it was rejected. Because, Mim, the vast majority of new ideas get rejected, often on many occasions, before which time they become adopted. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah, they do. Look, it's it's really about the approach and at the timing of it. You know, I always believe that Certain things, if you if you present them at a at a moment that's appropriate, most times people listen more attentively. So we've got to be able to understand why was it rejected to begin with? Why was I rejected to begin with? I remember Martin in corporate, there was an opportunity to do a uh, 
a training program in uh, interstate from where I was living. And the company were choosing, I think, 10 people nationally. And I missed out. I missed out and, you know, I thought that I should have been on that program. Now, I needed to understand why I missed out. I know why. Why? You couldn't cook bananas. <laughs> it was a chef job. No. What, I, what I did was I went to see the group general manager and I actually presented my case with the facts of what I was achieving and what the criteria was to get onto that program. And you know what the group general manager said to me? He said, you actually should be on the program. He goes, we didn't have all the information. And what happened is I got on that program. They actually made room for an extra person. And I got on that program. So even though I was rejected to begin with, I couldn't understand it. So I went to the source and I said, this is what I've achieved. This is what the criteria is. Explain to me how I didn't make the cut. And the person said, we didn't know all this information. It didn't come before us. Because if we've seen this, you would have been on it. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? I changed a rejection to a positive acceptance in a sense. I got the opportunity. I did something about it. I didn't walk out disappointed, throwing my arms up in the air. I thought, I want to know more because if this is not enough, what else could I do? Often it's a signal, Mim, that if you are being rejected with a new initiative in, you know, whatever set of circumstances you're in, Often it's a bit of a sign that you need to double down and build support internally. Yeah. So build and seek support from your peers, from your managers, from your directors for the initiative. But that's at work, Martin. But even in home, Correct. you've got to understand. Oh, do, do it with your family. What is the real issue you've got to understand? If I've been rejected from a family perspective, what is the real issue? Why? If I can't see it, I need to understand it. If I can understand it, I can change it. And if I can change it better for everyone. So it's about understanding how do I get to the real issue? Why is do I feel rejected? What is it that I need to change in my behaviour? What is it that I need to uh, appreciate for other people's perspective and then work towards what I want to achieve? And that's why it's all possible. See, if we look at rejection from a learning point of view, from an opportunity point of view, then we're going to find that we're going to be more, we're not going to be rejected as often as we have because we're looking at it differently. And And I did differently when I worked in that example I gave with the corporate situation. I got what I wanted, but I didn't go in there thinking that was going to happen, but I wanted to present my case and find out what was the issue. And sometimes it's important to separate yourself from the circumstances. Sometimes it's your idea that's being rejected. It's not that you are being rejected. And sometimes we find it very difficult to differentiate between us and our initiative. But two different things. Persistence, Mim, in my view, is one of the most important qualities towards realising your goals and being a success. Yeah. And – I often use, you know, people say to me, oh, you've done a few things in your life, Martin, and you've been quite successful. And I said, no, I kind of failed my way to the top. I just kept going. Yeah. And just by fronting up, by putting one foot after the other and persevering and then learning and asking questions and then kind of being inquisitive, but keep fronting up actually makes a remarkable difference. It sounds so simple. It it's does. Not, I've, I've been in it. situations, Martin, where I've been promised certain things. If I achieve certain goals... I achieved the goals and they didn't fulfill their promise. How do you think 
I should have handled that. What I did, I didn't let it change my mindset. Even though I was promised and I, and they didn't keep to their promise, what it showed me is that I still achieved the goals that were set. I just need to now do it differently going forward because I trust people unless they give me a reason not to trust them. And rejection sometimes is based around trust as well. So if you give me a reason not to trust you, then unfortunately I'm going to do things differently, always within the, the realms of appropriateness, but I don't lose focus of what I want to achieve. I'm not going to allow the situation to define me. I'm going to be defined by how I deal with it. And rejection is gives us that platform. Why? Because the moment you're rejected for whatever reason, that's the moment of truth for you. What are you going to do from that moment? You know, life is so much about mindset, isn't it? I look at, we're now at episode 29 of your personal podcast, but we have done episodes on everything from knowing your worth to, you know, swimming with the sharks. Yeah. I remember that one, of course, and that was episode 22. We've yeah. had episodes on hope, how to deal with a crisis. But you know what the common thread that runs through every single episode of your personal podcast to date has been mindset? It is. It's Look, it's... It's it's underestimated in terms of our mindset and what it can do for our life and what it can do for those around us. We talked about today handling rejection. Handling rejection is just another way to say, are we going to allow the situation to change who we are? Are we going to change our direction, our hope, our desires? Or are we going to learn from it and say, you know what, Martin, you didn't give me the promotion. Please explain to me what I need to do the next time, please explain in detail. This is where I think I'm at, Yep. but obviously it didn't quite make the grade. Please yep. help me. We underestimate the opportunity to ask for help. You know when you rejected Mim, it's also really important to surround yourself with positive and supportive yeah. people because you know, as many of us would know, when the wheels fall off, you really work out who your friends are. But sometimes, Martin, also you've got to consider this. Sometimes rejection comes from our own actions. And from a family perspective, sometimes family don't get supported because of their own actions. And sometimes we've got to take accountability. And if we take accountability for our decisions, for our actions, we find that the future can be very different. And instead of rejection, people embrace us. And instead of feeling bad, we start to feel joyful. Why? Because we've done something about it. That's very true. That's very true. I think it was on one of our recent episodes of your personal podcast. Yeah. I said that I think that 80 bill, 90% of the problems that I've experienced in life have been caused by none other than myself. Yeah. So, so when you talk about rejection... It's about taking accountability. Yeah. Once you do that, you don't look at rejection from a negative point of view anymore. You look at it from a motivating point of view now. You think... I can change this. I can do things differently. I can actually take accountability for why I'm where I am, but I can change the future. So if you get rejected, it's a good opportunity for some self-reflection. It's also a good opportunity to ask for some feedback, which we've just been discussing. Yeah. Sometimes it involves setting new goals because maybe you're just on the wrong path. Yeah. You know, and, and it's actually a bit of a wake-up call. You never see it at the time, but when you look back, you think, gosh, that was the best thing that ever happened. Could be an opportunity to reskill yourself. It could be an opportunity to go learn a new skill. It could be Reset. head back and do some study. Yeah. Um, it could be you're just in the wrong career. Yeah. So it, it's 
It's not what happens to us. It's how we react to it. Yeah. It's, it's really how do we change the situation, you know, from a situation. You know, we talked about earlier on, we laughed a bit about, you know, when you ask uh, someone you were attracted to, you know, for a date and they said no. In some cases, we still pursued the person until they said yes because we changed our behaviour, our attitude. We brought some flowers next time when we asked for the date. You know, we, we actually showed a bit more compassion and love and care and things turned out differently. So in life, if we take accountability and we start to ask ourselves, and I always ask myself this question, if I don't get the result I was looking for, why? What could I have done better? What could I change? What could I do to get that result? And if my thoughts is about improving other people's lives, then I'm going to get a better result. But if my initial approach was just about me, maybe that's why I got rejected because everyone saw me as selfish as opposed to everyone saw me as, wow, he really truly wants to help others and they start to accept and support what I'm all about. I think the important thing is to maintain your perspective, isn't it, Mim? Because, you know, don't – some of it's just circumstantial. You know, yeah. we've, we've worked for organisations that have got into financial trouble where they've had to reduce their workforce. That's no reflection on you or yeah. us. It just happened. And again, Martin, when we look at it from the family perspective, always ask ourselves this question. If we do find ourselves being rejected for whatever reason, ask ourselves why – Try and understand it, and try and be, and try and change and be different. Do not expect family to take on the burden that you've created, but start to work out how you do it differently, so the family can truly support you. And if you are rejected, don't let it dampen your creativity or sometimes your propensity to take a risk. Yeah, because in fact, sometimes it's telling you to take a risk, because. You know, life is a series of crossroads, isn't it, Mim? Yeah. We have plain sailing for a while. We get to a crossroad and we either go left or go right. You either swipe left or you swipe right. And we did say, Martin, that there is good risk and there's bad risk. Life is about risk. We've just got to be able to manage what type of risk it is for us. Correct. That's right. That's right. And we've spoken about trusting your intuition. Yeah. You know, your intuition is the sum total of your experience. That's right. So trust it. It's there for a reason. Make a decision. Move forward. Make a decision. Move forward. Don't look back. That's right. Don't look at rejection as a negative. Say it's an opportunity for me to learn. So, Mim, sum this up for our listeners of episode 29 of your personal podcast. If you could give one gem of wisdom, what would you say? Well, there's a couple of things. I would say, firstly, understand what the real issue is. Accept the situation for what it is, but then learn how to change that situation to help you achieve what you want to do. My take out would be ask. If you are being rejected, even if you disagree with it, ask. Absolutely. The more information, the better. Correct. Okay, Mim, thank you very much. We'll see you on the next episode Martin, of your it's personal been a podcast. Gr- a great conversation. And to all our listeners, please do not look at rejection as negative. Look at it as an opportunity to do better and to get more out of life. Have a wonderful week and we will see you next week. Well, not see you, but we'll talk to you next week on episode 30 of your personal podcast. Bravo. Ciao, ciao.